Hello, Convention of State podcast listeners. Normally, we reserve this channel for audio versions of our live broadcast, COS Live and the Battle Cry with Mark Meckler. But as a bonus, we like to occasionally release some historic legacy audio for your enjoyment. In a 2022 rally at the Iowa Capitol building, Blaze TV host and number one best-selling author Steve Dace fires up a crowd of Convention of State supporters. Being able to talk is important in politics, right? They say the tongue is, or the pen's mightier than the sword. You, you can sting people with your tongue. You've got to be able to write. You've got to be able to speak. These are incredibly important skills, especially in the modern era of communication. Social media platforms, uh, digital audio platforms, podcasts, radio, turning that into books. If you're good at that, you can have a huge impact on the American body politic. And if you're willing to be bold, if you're willing to take some risks, if you're willing to put it on the line, you can have transformational impact on the American body politic. And I'm really excited to have somebody here who's done that. I've had the opportunity to know Steve Dace over the years, to watch his career start to grow and then blossom and then explode. I've seen him stick to his values no matter what. And I have to say, he is the one person more than anybody else I know that when Anthony Fauci goes to sleep at night, he sweats about our friend Steve Dace. So it's my honor and pleasure to bring up the one, the only, Steve Dace. I, uh... I always thought it would be a, a good life if, when they finally put me in the ground, demons in hell wiped the sweat off their brow because suddenly it got a little easier for them now. And then based on what Mark just said, what kind of reaction I get from Anthony Fauci, mission accomplished on that front. So I am a... I'm a relative late convert to this issue. I had discussed it, looked at it for several years, and because I'm a total depravity kind of guy, and because if I were around in the 18th century, I would have been one of those anti-federalists that just doesn't trust human nature at all and would want everything explicitly spelled out, anticipating a day like this that we now live in would come. I had questions, I had reservations about this. The whole idea of a, of a runaway convention, for example. And then I've lived through the last 10 years. We have a, a runaway presidency. We have a runaway Congress. We have a runaway senator. Um, and. and I mean, our own senator now wants your kids, the one you guys probably voted for, wants our sons maybe to go die in Ukraine for nothing. Why? On and on it goes. Yeah, absolutely applaud that. And then I realized the entire damn government has run away, and all they do is run me over. So at least I'll take my chances with a runaway convention when I get to show up to that, when you get to show up to that, and then maybe you can run some people over too for a change, as opposed to being the roadkill in this process the entire time. Maybe we get to go on offense for once. We are at the end of a football game. 
We don't know what a gender is. We don't know what a border is. We don't know what a criminal is. We don't know what a citizen is. Hell, we don't know what a doctor is right now. There is a licensed physician that used to serve in this body. His name is Dave Hartsuch. They're now sticking the medical board on him in Iowa, not California, not New York, here, where we were probably the freest state in the union the last couple of years, where our governor and our politicians actually did a phenomenal job not buying into the COVID stand panic porn. And yet, you should applaud that, absolutely. I've never been more wrong about anything in my life than Kim Reynolds, and I'm extremely happy about that. So you should applaud that too. Yeah, yes, applaud me being wrong, please, yes. But my point is, I've traveled back and forth with my job at The Blaze between here and Texas quite a bit the last couple of years, and I know up here, especially this time of year, we look at Texas like a Valhalla. We've been a lot freer in Iowa the last couple of years than even Texans have been. And yet, and yet, despite the fact we set the standard on COVID sanity in our state, a former state senator right now is facing a medical board. Why? Because he gave life-saving treatments to people that work, that I've taken, that people I love have taken, that I've seen hundreds of people all over the country take, and that actually work. And they work. David Hartsuch is not some neighborhood quack. He used to be in the legislature. Actually, come to think of it, that's maybe not the best argument for not being a quack, but you know what I'm saying. This is a serious individual. And yet, in a state like Iowa, if your runaway bureaucratic administrative state believes that it has the power and authority to get between a doctor and a patient when a life is at stake, if they think that here, here, what do they think everywhere else? We don't have time anymore to work the process. We don't, there is no process anymore. We don't have time anymore to vote our way out of this. Yes, it's gonna be an excellent year for Republicans this fall, but really, what have most of them done to deserve it? Other than, what did they do other than we stood here while Democrats wrecked the country? What else have they done? What is their vision? What is their plan? Outside of a place like Iowa, where you have a governor that has stood with you, there's all kinds of places like Idaho, Montana, when they see Democrats in those states. There's like six Democrats in the entire Idaho state legislature. They cannot get any of the kind of legislation we do here in Iowa passed there. In states where when they see Democrats, they call the police because they don't know what that is. They, can't, they don't live as free as we do here. We can't vote our way out of this. The vast majority of Republicans that will win in November are useless other than speed bumps. We have to take this power back ourselves. We cannot outsource our citizenship any longer. The answer is us. It is now time.
Just as we did with the retention election in this state 10 years ago, we are still the only state in American history that removed by popular vote Supreme Court justices. It's never happened before or since in this country's history. There were a lot of conservatives at the time who did not want to take part in that. It was risky. We need a constitutional convention instead. And instead, a group of us said, you know what, screw that noise. We're going to take the power our damn selves and we're going to get rid of these people by popular ballot because in Iowa, our rights we will maintain, our liberties we prize. We will do this ourselves. We made history in that state 10 years, in this state 10 years ago when we did that. It is time to make history in this state once again. We are at the end of the football game. You know, if you're behind in a game, halftime, end of the third quarter, even middle of the fourth quarter, the coach would be nuts to call for a Hail Mary pass, right? It is a risky play. Often it gets picked off more than it's caught. Most of the time it just gets batted down into the ground. The reason why we remember the Hail Mary passes that worked, like Tate to Holloway or Flutie to Phelan, it's because they almost never work. When do you throw one of these plays? When you're at the end of the game. The clock will go zero. And you can sit around on the sidelines, and you can debate with you and your assistant coaches. Is this a prudent play? Will it work? What's the percentages that will work? The clock is still ticking. The clock will go to zero. When the clock hits, that is going to happen. No matter how much you pontificate on whether this play is prudent, that clock is ticking down. It will hit zero. When it hits zero, the game is over. That's it. There's no more time for any more of your prudence, any more of your planning. The game is over. The scoreboard reads, someone won, someone lost. And that's it. Culturally, that is where we are. This is the end of the game. As they said in a movie that made a little bit of money a couple of years ago, we're in the end game now. We are in the end game now. In this last 23 months, we have seen things happen in this country that we thought was for left behind books, for really bad cheesy Christian movies that even make us cringe. It was our real life. We watched children choked out with Chinese face diapers that don't work. We're watching doctors and nurses lose their jobs because they won't take a jab that with this new Omicron variant does not work. It doesn't work. We've watched them change the names and titles and definitions of everything. What's a doctor? What's a medicine? What's an election? What's a ballot? Who's a voter? We're in the end game now. The clock, while we pontificate, and the temptation when we, in a state like ours, when we have a good governor and we have a good, and we have a good legislature for the most part, is to say, we don't need to do anything radical here. The good guys are in charge. What happens when the good guys aren't? What happens when they aren't? And as we've learned all over the country, that Iowa Medical Board going after David Hartsuch, why, where did they get such ideas? From CNN, 
from New York, from California, from the places where the good guys aren't in charge. No, I say to the people representing us that have done a fantastic job these last couple of years, this is exactly why you need to vote for this. This is because ultimately you do believe in representing our interests. That's why you've done it. That's why you've done it well. That's exactly why you need to do one more thing. Return this last mechanism of power back to the people where the power ultimately belongs. Give it back to us. Civilizations end, that's why we have encyclopedias. Empires fall, that's why we have history books. You might be living through the last days of a superpower right now. And if it is, it's not like, frankly, much of this culture hasn't asked for it. However, we will not be a part of a self-fulfilling prophecy. If that happens, it's because it's a sovereign act of God not the laziness of a people that were sovereign and left their citizenship at home, but instead recognized the answer is us. It is time for us to take our power back, to call this convention of the states, and then let's find out. Let's see what happens. Let's see who's better organized. I know this, you lose 100% of the, of the fights where you never throw a punch. Let's throw a punch or two. Let's see what happens because the clock is going to hit zero. It is ticking down now as we speak. When this game ends, one worldview will win, the other will lose. There will be no more time for pontifications, only obituaries. And frankly, I want the other side's worldview walking out of here on a body bag, not mine. I like politics when my side wins, not theirs. William F. Buckley used to say that he would rather be represented by 535 random names in the phone book than every member of Congress and the Senate. We're looking at how many of our churches were eager to close and not eager to reopen. Looking at how eager too many of our hospitals and medical professionals are eager to treat, 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 treat you like a lab rat or not treat you at all. Looking at how eager so many that we elect are to disregard their constitutional responsibilities, their own moral conscience. I trust the people in this room and people like you all over the country to preserve this last best hope for freedom east of Eden than I trust any of those damn elected officials. Don't take no for an answer. Demand your power back. And then when you get it, when they call this convention, you damn well better wield it. Thank you for your time. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.